<laughs> Yo, what up, world? We back in the nets. Uh, we're a day early. I don't know. I might put this out uh, uh, either tonight or Sunday. Today, Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Super Bowl tomorrow. Um, and this time, it's just just me and my girl. My girl, Courtney. What's, what's up, up Courtney? what's up, what's up? Uh, you got the I mean, cold yeah, out the I eye? got the cold out the eye. I got my face wash. All right. Word. So I take it, you know what I'm saying? You got your face wash. You mm-hmm, don't brush your teeth I got my stuff. vape ready. My little vape and my what? little oil ready. Oh, Right? You shit? know, y'all told me about it a couple weeks ago. And um, me and Bay went on a a little date Monday and I wanted to stop by the cannabis store, but I just didn't want an edible. Like y'all don't believe when I say they get me too high. I don't feel like I'm in control. <laughs> it is a mess. And um, I was like, well, I'll just get some and practice my rolling skills and smoke something. And then we got a crash course from this guy that is just like in love with cannabis. Cause you know, and mm-hmm. he He's definitely white. was white. Everybody in the store was white. I think we was in the most bougie. We, Cannabis store I ever been in in my life, and uh, hold up, hold up, hold up! Shout out to the white people. <laughs> right. <laughs> he had me leaving that when we left. I felt inspired. I was like, "Man, I want to be a weedologist. I want to be like him." He just knew, and everything. everything. He was like, "What you want? Like, what do you want from your?" from your high so that I can cater something to you. And I was like, I just want to be chill. I want to laugh a little bit. I want to feel like I'm, you know, walking on water and I want to have some banging ass sex and I want to go to fuck to sleep. He was like, he said, like, I got mm. something for you. I was like, all right. He got, got me straight. straight, son. Hold up, so you tried it already? Oh, bro, I've been smoking this all week. Oh, hey, okay. Get some right. oil. Now, now, me personally, when it came to like standardized tests and stuff, the part I got the most points out of was like the reading comprehension mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. it. And so, out of all of that you told me, <laughs> I deduced that this week you done had some banging ass sex since you yes, threw that yes. week. Yes, when you messaged me yesterday and was like, well, let you know when I get up, I got home, lit this thing up a little bit, and chill. You get you, you did like what? What the dude on uh on them pornos? You uh made it nasty. Oh yes. <laughs> I don't know why you got me talking about this foolishness early this morning, but I sure damn did. And I woke up this morning like, let me text Brandon, and then after this podcast, I'm gonna make Bay some breakfast. You know. Oh damn, Bay put it down. Shout out to Bay. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Hey, 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 I found this out, and it was Jamaican. This the air horn, and. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Y'all might get tired of the air horn by the end of the uh, episode. I'm sorry. I'm a child. I'm a child. Um, but shout out to Bay, Putting it down. Getting that breakfast. You know what I'm saying? What you cooking for breakfast? Do pancakes. Love mm, pancakes. I made pancakes. Yeah, pancakes is for Saturdays and Sundays. Because I, I definitely don't be trying to make them hoes during the week. Or Yeah, yeah. It takes a little bit mm. of time. Yeah. Yeah, I made pancakes this morning too. But I didn't. I ain't had no banging sex, so it's Damn, just me. that's I mean, well, you know, I talked about a real good masturbation session. Now don't don't play yourself. A real good masturbation session for me. I'm sorry, y'all. It's early, but a real good masturbation session for me probably <laughs> lasts two minutes. Well, really nine minutes. Um 
seven minutes of me trying to find the right clip on xnxx.com. And then, then, then after that is two minutes of me violently. <laughs> uh, Let me myself. tell you about trying to find the right clip, son. That shit gets so annoying sometimes. But um, yep. me and yep. Brit, me and Bay <laughs> ran. Oh, Ooh, I said that right. Oh, Shout okay, then Bay. whatever. Um, you make me sick. We found this. <laughs> we found this couple, son, and they were so freaking lit. And then they got a little website. No, they and that's the thing. They're not even black. And you know, we be wanting to see black folk. And the first thing that kind of was like, well, she got a real nice ass for a little, you know, for a little Caucasian. Let me like let's just see, because we rarely just watch Caucasians mm. ever. And they were so freaking lit. Like we literally was watching all this shit like front to back and or beginning to end. And <laughs> right, because <laughs> <laughs> um, even the head giving part, you know, that part ain't really. I don't like it, but they was lit, and we was like, "Look at us finding the perfect clip." Hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. I, okay, hold on. I got a question though. What it, so? What kind of porn was y'all oh, watching? That, like, it's definitely uh, uh, a man and a woman, so it's hetero. But sometimes so they had want, uh, so, they invited a woman, so three. Sometimes they uh, did. Sometimes it was just them. Oh, so you can watch this. So y'all just watched this particular couple like that's their well, favorite. Well, we just discovered them Monday night, and they just happened to be on the list. And then uh, we went to them and was like, "Oh shit, they kind of lit." And I think the difference in the element was how they were with each other because they were together. And then we were mm. like, "Oh, here's another clip of them." Oh, here's another. Well, let's just go to their website. And so then it kind of turned into that type of thing. Um, but generally, yeah. nah, we watch a little bit of everything. And me personally, I like DP. So that's the first thing I always want to type in whenever I go to any website that I'm on. But, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. DP isn't dope. Yeah, and I ain't never done it. I'm just saying that's what I like to see. Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I was a little sleepy, but I'm all the way up now. <laughs> I mean, I knew there's. I mean, there's a whole bunch of stuff on there, and there's something for everybody. But I, I would not think that that was the first what, thing you. What did you think in. I was going to type in? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Trivial. No, something. no. I, I mean, I like. I mean, obviously, I like to do that. But the clips online for that ain't but like two seconds. It ain't no real thing. I'm not that interested in seeing it. Nah, no. And then whenever we wow. watch them, we are very picky. Like the man gotta have, like he gotta have it. If if it's small, if it look annoying, we just gonna pass on by the thing. If the girl ain't got no ass, we passing on by so, it. We real picky. So the man gotta have a showpiece, basically. And, I mean, it can, it can, it can, it just look. It just can't be like no pencil pointing picking type thing going on. And a oh, lot of times these men's be growers, not showers. And sometimes that shit get annoying too, because the amount of head that have to go down before they for real like get there. I be tired. Oh, yeah. Like I just my patience real short with it. Mm. I've been watching porn for a long time, <laughs> so for me, I just been like, all right, is, is it is it time yet? No. Okay, next. You sound like the porn version of that white man you were talking about. <laughs> no. <laughs> So hold up. So all right, I don't want to throw us off of this porn discussion, but well, it started off right. Me, but anyway, um, so you 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 about to uh, get on your oils and stuff before you? Oh go to work? right, I forgot I gotta go to work today. 
Damn. I mean, well, it's a yeah. little early. I don't know. It just had me so laid back. And when I go on the weekends, it's just me there by myself. But yeah, when I'm when my shift oh, period, real? like uh, when I work three to eleven, after about four, sometimes five, I'm in the building by myself. Um, so yeah, I'm in the whole building by myself and I have to lock up because it's in downtown and you know, all the homeless folks, all the druggies are downtown and our building is like right in your face, but there's no sign, no nothing. It doesn't even look like the building is occupied really. Cause you can't see inside. Um, and we keep it that way because we have like, we have prescriptions in there. So if they knew that they'd be trying to raid us all the time. Mm hmm. But, oh, okay. So you may or may not. Get I'm, I'm probably you know, not. Understand it. Yeah, I forgot about that. I might have. Mm. I might have a little bit of wine or something, but I don't have to be there till three, so I got time. Damn, yeah. you ruined my life. Well, <laughs> uh, what you were talking about, since we started talking about porn, that made me think about this uh, uh, article about Leslie Jones. She said that she feels like um, dating is so hard for her, and she feels like she might uh, die alone. So she probably got a. She probably <laughs> nice do. I felt bad for her when she said that. Um, Every everybody does yeah, I did deserve too. somebody, I did too. I, and I do feel like I don't want to mm-hmm. be cliche and say I feel like there's somebody for everybody, but I do feel like everybody deserves somebody, and. You never know. She could possibly be a, like a really good bomb ass woman, but I mean, people are very superficial, and you know, funny just don't always win. Yeah, I um, well, uh, for the listeners, um, she put a post on I think it was Instagram, and in the caption it said, "I feel like I'm doing it for nothing. I know it's not. I'm healthy and look good, but I really feel like." What's it all for if the people you want to notice you don't? I just feel like I might die alone. So, um, you know, say she got a lot of encouragement and shit. But uh, like you said, I mean, I seen like some ugly motherfuckers get married and shit. So and they were regular as hell. So maybe she. I agree. I don't want to say it like this, but she might like have to lower her facial standards or something like. I and see, this is the thing. We don't necessarily know if she quote unquote has a standard like that but I feel like it's easier for the regular not so okay so the regular interesting looking people Mm -hmm. (laughs) to to find someone but she is a celebrity and you know she's in the public eye so it could be harder because a lot of I feel like a lot of the celebrities slash entertainers are very superficial yeah. So they not gonna be checking for her. So unless she find an old regular smegular somebody, which the odds of her running into somebody like that in her line of work and what she does and what she has going on is probably gonna be slim to none unless it's somebody she knew from back in the day before she became who she is now. Yeah, yeah. Like I was um I heard uh well I think I read a, I think it was I read an article. I heard it too, but it was about Jill Scott and her husband. Like they're getting a divorce. Oh yeah. I saw mm-hmm. a picture of him. He looked regular as hell. I, like I wouldn't say he looked bad as hell too. I don't I don't remember. I just remember I remember thinking like he's a big man, but you know, I could be thinking like tall and like body built too. I just know like their stuff has been so messy and Jill is my girl. Yeah, I, I don't Yeah, I don't, I don't know. 
I don't know. I I just don't. I remember him being chocolate, and I, and I'm think I think he got facial hair. Yeah, let me see what he looks like real but quick. I'm, I'm trying to find a picture. Yeah, I can't believe they got a divorce fairly quick. Yeah, he don't. Yeah, he look old as hell too. He, he look like he ain't got no kind of swag. I'm, you know, like <laughs> right, right, right. Like damn, how Jill Scott got you know fell for this? It's kind of like Mary and Kendu. Look at look at this man. Like who would have thought? It's, it's you know, different. it's different so, for um. Well, yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, Kendu look regular though. I mean, he don't look like this nigga. This nigga look corny. <laughs> this dude just maybe he maybe I just feel like Kendu is corny just because uh the aftermath and how he acting. Why well, I feel like he's yeah, probably so. Yeah, see, Kendu look like just a regular ass New York nigga. I don't know where he's from, but he look like a New York nigga. You know, Mary, she from like Yonkers or wherever. She probably like that look. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Nigga that wear a, a New York fitted with a, with a, with some Tim's on or something. But uh, yeah. So uh, with Leslie Jones. I don't know. I, I just think she, uh, I don't know, she'll find somebody. And plus, she kind of older, so she might have to get an older nigga. Was that Leslie, she just turned 50 or something like that? Uh, It might have been 50. I know it was, it was either, yeah, I think it might have was 50. Maybe it was 40. I know she ain't no damn 40. She older than 40. <laughs> <laughs> On that damn way. You so no, trifling. The old Saturday Night Live star so. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, so she 50. All right, well, then, you know, I mean, but I don't know, because these youngins out here, you know, cougars are a thing, so maybe she need to find her a young somebody. Yeah, she, yeah, it sounds like she want love, though. I mean, this is true, and them young niggas ain't, don't be worth the damn with no love. I mean, so. for Leslie Jones, just for one night, just to say I smash shit, I might smash them cakes, her tall ass. Oh, yeah. You go and you go dip in there and come out with some of that Erica Badu on you, then uh, what? Then you're gonna be in love. Then you packing up and you moving across the LA. I mean, that's the well, she in New York, ain't it though? She be on Saturday, she's still on Saturday Night Live. I have no clue, but I just assume all of them of us live in LA, okay? Because I feel like every time they post and they out in some LA somewhere, I just feel like all of them live I, in I LA. I moved to LA for Leslie Jones, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, she, she famous as hell, she done been in. Blockbusters? Well, I don't know if Ghostbusters was a blockbuster, but right, you you was pushing it a little bit. Mm. All right, look at us got starting a little show for the love of Leslie <laughs> Brandon 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 the first one on the show. <laughs> but uh, keeping it marijuana real quick. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we talked about uh, how uh, California might be um rolling back some of those convictions in that um. It may be hard, but uh, the city of uh, San Francisco, they're going to wipe away uh, thousands of marijuana convictions thanks to Proposition 64. Um, according to the city of San Francisco's district attorney's office, uh, big things are about to happen for the Bay Area. Uh says they'll ret- retroactively apply California's marijuana leg- legislation laws to pass criminal cases. Um, says this means prosecutors will review and wipe out convictions instead of leaving it up to individuals to petition the courts. So, um, yeah, that was something that uh, they were saying that um, to get those like convictions um, thrown out or whatever, it was going to cost a lot of money. But now the looks like this, you know what I'm saying? The DA will go in and do it on their own to wipe out those convictions. So 
Yeah. I think that's good. I was real happy for California when they did that. But I feel like California always, they always ahead of the, the game. West Coast period a lot of times be real ahead of the game and the, the yeah. stuff that they do. It's going to be years before the East Coast, especially the yep. South, catch yep. up. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. So even like with stuff like uh, with like gay rights and, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Being, you mm-hmm. know, making it cool just to live your life as, you know what I'm saying, whatever lifestyle you have or, well, not lifestyle, but, you know, just living whatever kind of life you want is like very diverse as far as stuff like that in California. Yeah. And so they, they definitely would have been the first to do something. Yep, they definitely would have. I I was telling um Bay yesterday, like I want to retire on the West Coast, but she ain't trying to hear oh, that. Was- I want to be. A- she want to go back to Texas, oh, child. Texas. <laughs> I'm just so not mm-hmm. interested. Well, they say everything is big in Texas. I don't know what they had to do with anything, but that's just the same. Not ain't had <laughs> shit to do with nothing, but that's all right. <laughs> I'm not interested. Yeah. If we ever have a kid, though, I, I'm not. I'm, I'm not going to Texas. I want to live in a blue state. If we have a kid, so we just gonna mm. have to figure that shit out. Uh, what else we had uh, going on? Um, we're gonna take an extreme turn and talk about yeah. Matthew Knowles here. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. You were. Yeah, tell me about Matthew so, Knowles. What's going on? Matthew uh, did an exclusive interview with Ebony <clears throat> because mm-hmm. um he's writing a book. Uh, and it's going to be called Racism from the Eyes of a Child. And so he's talking about um, when he was younger, growing up, his mother used to always say, don't bring home no nappy-headed black girl or don't bring no nappy-headed black girl to my house. And, you know, Matthew Mm. was brought up in the deep south in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and he says the shade of your blackness was very important. And so he grew Mm. up hearing that message. And so he said he has a chapter in his book that... um, talks about it and he talks about going to therapy and sharing um that he mainly dated white women or very high complexion black women that look white and so Mm. he said when he actually met tina his ex-wife beyonce and solange's mom he thought that Mm -hmm. she was a white woman and Mm. it wasn't until later that she he found out she was black and actually very much in tune with her blackness so he said he was conditioned from childhood to, you know, only date a certain type of woman. And then, you know, he thought he was running up on a white woman when he married Tina and or met Tina. And that wasn't the case. And, you know, if you listen to Solange's album, Tina real here for her blackness. So I wish he would would have said a little bit about how he then felt to find out that not only was she black, but she was real in tune with her blackness. Because I can imagine well, I mean, like for for people like that, like color struck people, somebody like Tina is like the perfect, you know, what I'm saying perfect for them because she light enough to look almost white, but then she ain't. So you know, she'll get a pass by both sides a lot of times, and like that colorism shit be like real heavy. It is. Like, it is really heavy, and I wish it wasn't. And then it kind of makes me remember how. Um, absent i guess i was like growing up because i definitely had family members that would be like we would go to my great grandma's house and she had a garden so some people would be outside in the garden like cucumbers or picking grapes or off from the grape tree whatever they were doing but Mm -hmm. i used to just be visiting and i wasn't around my family like that all the time so Mm -hmm. she my great grandma never sent me out there for one i didn't know what i was doing two 
there was a stage when I was growing up where I didn't like outside. So then she used to have me doing stuff in the house, like cleaning up all the bedrooms. And they used to always, of course, be like, you know, that's the house niggas, you know, whatever. I'm light skinned. Mm-hmm. And I never really like was offended by it. Um, and they always would be like, oh, you light bright, like you, you different. Cause I'm the lightest one in my family on my, mo- my mother's side. So I always mm-hmm. stood out. I was always the different one. And st- a lot of times they made mention of it, but I, I didn't ever feel any type of way. And then when I got in school, like fifth and sixth grade, that's when you start hearing, oh, she thinks she all that cause she light skin. And I never for the life of me understood what that meant. Like what did me being light skinned have to do with any fucking thing? And I just always thought it was so stupid. But now growing, being a, an adult, I just realized like it's just way more serious than I ever took it to be because I never was the type that was like, oh, she pretty for a dark skin girl or oh, such and such. And the light skins over and the, over there, or the dark skins over here. Like it was never separate to me. We was all black. So you, I don't know, looking at your pictures and stuff, you look like more brown i've definitely have gotten way tan over the years i used to be uh, a whole lot lighter um because there are still people that know me from like high school middle school or junior high school and they would be like oh you know her yellow ass or still will call me like red bone and i always tell them i don't feel like i fit either one of those like i mean I'm, i'm a little brown but i don't feel like light skin or i don't feel yellow or red or none of that but i definitely used to be way lighter them light skin people like like you say about tina knows her uh her um like she was um damn she was uh like all about her blackness and shit mm-hmm. but it'd be them light skin people that be super about their blackness like uh jesse williams mm-hmm Colin Kaepernick. And I mean, if you're going to consider me light-skinned, we all know I'm real super about my blackness. So, um, and 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 that's the thing, because I don't feel like he was. Well, I don't know. Matthew. You don't feel like Matthew. Was? Matthew. Uh, what you mean? You don't feel like he was what? About his blackness. Like, I don't know what it is in reading it. I, well, I don't know if he was ashamed of darker-skinned women. He just grew up, grew up knowing that, I guess, that wasn't quote unquote acceptable, but it, it don't make me feel like he was proud of his blackness or anything like that. So I feel like him being with Tina was definitely more beneficial for him and whipped his ass into shape more than anything. Yeah. He, he's, he looked at me like he was one of them, uh, you know, a whole coon out here. No, well, not even a coon, but you know how some people like, like if you have like, um, like, I got family. Well, shit, my daddy was like that. Like, my daddy wasn't no uh, sorry man or nothing like that. Like, he always worked, had a job. But he kind of like, the people he dealt with was kind of like, you know, street people. Like, he would go and play cards. And on the weekend, he might go to the club and stuff like that and drink. You know what I'm saying? Just stuff right. like that. Like, he was like that type of person. But, like, some people, like, see people that go and play cards and shoot dice and all kind of shit like that. They look at them a certain way. He seemed oh. like that type of person like to look at people that do right. street stuff a little bit a certain right. way. Right. Like, oh, so I, I feel what you said. No, yeah, I, I can see that in him too. But you know, you got to be multidimensional. You got to be able to do both. But that's I I tell people about that all the time. Like you got to be able to do both. You got to because then I mean, why ain't nobody ain't nobody being with nobody that don't know how to do both? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Unless you Tina. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Tina is beautiful, I tell you that. Yeah. 
But um, <laughs> but now she with uh, what's the girl from uh, Queen Sugar? She with her, her, her daddy now. Uh, Richard Lawson. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's her name? Bianca Lawson. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I think um, Richard is handsome. Uh, this with his old style. mustache. Mm-hmm. He got a little mustache. Word. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be here for it. She um. I don't like follow her on Instagram, but I see like video clips for her sometime. And Tina be Tina look spicy for her little age mm-hmm. now. She mm-hmm. they out there, they getting it in. They acting like these young folk around here. Yeah, she wearing them tight ass clothes and shit. I be seeing pictures and shit. And she always have her joke of the day. And sometimes they be so dirty. Oh, <laughs> I be like, yes, I be like Beyonce, come get your mama, girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to follow her. I can't look at her. Like she old enough to be my. She her and my mama. About the same damn age and shit. Her and my grandma definitely go along together, her but she's grandma. so sweet. Oh, yeah, child. Yeah, you are twenty something. That is right. I'm twenty nine years old. You yeah. don't be trying to put me like I'm stupid young. I'm twenty nine. I'll be thirty this year. <laughs> we'll see how long you want to stay thirty. After a while, you're gonna just not say your age. I, that's what everybody say, but I've always been very open with my age. Like I've been excited to be like get older i've never i never understood why women be like oh you never asked a woman her age what why the fuck not <laughs> like i don't get She's it living, like my mom is mama used to say yeah but uh when i was at work the other day my boss asked me how old i was and then when i told him he did a double take at me like oh my god i never thought i was like i know melanin <laughs> your old crack ass i know Shout out to melanin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I get to use my air horn, y'all. I'm gonna use it. Gonna use horn, oh my god! Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, getting older, somebody who will not be getting older is a uh, former Temptations lead singer, Dennis Edwards. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for laughing. Dude. My segues is the bomb, though. Um, yeah, he's dead at uh, 74. He would have been 75 today. What? Today would have been his 75th birthday. Oh, yeah. We should say that, too, right here at the bottom. Goddamn. What I'm reading. I'm on and shit, you know. Yeah, one of my favorite songs of his is the uh, Get Money remix. Yeah, that was my shit. Let me see if this shit will play. Oh, shit. You hear that? There you go. Yep. <laughs> Got me in here. Ready to hit a I little two-step. Well, the real, the real song is uh, "Don't Look Any Further." But you know they said, but uh, yeah. So shout out to him, man. He was uh, oh he was he oh he replaced David Ruffin as the lead singer of the Temptations. Yep, because you know David had went, you know, he went a little crazy. I wonder how that feel like, cause I know these was like my mama people and shit. Like, well, now they older than my mama, but my mama like grew up probably listening to them and shit. Like all their people starting to die off and shit. Like. I'd be getting nervous. Yeah. Like Jay-Z and Nas and uh, niggas from the Wu-Tang Clan just die. Right. I would start thinking about that. Like, what what is it going to be like? Like, it's going to be sad. What are we going to do? Like, I know people, like, I had homies in my age or whatever die. But a lot of times it's just like, you know, um, accidents and stuff like that right. like it's not like just you know they died you know what i'm saying I had, well i know a couple but like shit like this like he was just living right you know, he's 75 years old he died like 
when you get up in that age, I wonder what's the mentality of a person that's like 73. Right. You can go to sleep feeling fine one day. And then and wake you up. not. Well, not wake up. I was going to say they're going to wake up dead, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm slow. I'm sorry. Um, yeah. um, I definitely, I, I do wonder sometimes, like, once they get a certain age, like, do they get a little scared? Do they get a little nervous? Like, what do they think about or what do they try to do differently, if anything? Um, is there a certain age where you get scared that, oh, God, I might not wake up in the morning or... You know, I'm. It's about that time. You know, like what? What is it, or what is the thought process? It'll be interesting to see. You know, yeah, I lived that long. Like I don't know but if he was. I don't know if he was like sick or nothing. You know what I'm saying? But if he was like feeling good, like, um, you know, it's somebody. Oh, I saw Davis at the grocery store yesterday. Right. Yeah, it'd be somebody say that we had a we had we talked and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah. He ain't yeah. sound sick. <laughs> that be us, boy. Yeah. He sick. Like, damn. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, anyway, shout out to him, Dennis Elvis. He had some classic hits. A lot of classic. He, he, definitely, he definitely did. Yeah. Definitely did. But yeah, shout out to him. Um, Keeping it on the music side, did you watch the Grammys last week? I did not. You know, I don't have no TV. Well, I have one, but I don't watch TV. (laughs) Um, I just, I don't know. I used to be so, like, into so much stuff. And then one day I was just like, fuck it all. I just don't. um, I Social media keeps me kind of hip when it comes to that kind of stuff. But I was disappointed. So I'm about glad I didn't watch it. What what disappointed you? Jay-Z didn't win anything. Mm -hmm. I felt a way about that. That was the only thing that disappointed you? Um, SZA. Oh, okay. I felt like she deserved, she definitely deserved something. Mm-hmm. Um, I think those are my two main disappointments. Yeah, that, those are mine too. I thought, well, I wanted uh, I wanted Childish Gambino to win something. I did want everybody to know I wanted Jay-Z to win at least one. He yeah, was nominated. Childish he, Gambino. He was nominated for eight. And he I know. Um. Who else? I want. Uh, yeah, I did want Scissor to win that new artist joint just because. She definitely I mean? deserved it. Yeah. Um. What else? I miss Kendrick's uh, performance. I heard that was good, and he had like Dave Chappelle or something like that. Uh. But the Grammys, it was all right. I mean. Yeah, it was. I watched. I watched most of it. Hoping I saw a clip of um Cardi B and Bruno's performance and. I mean, I I love the remix to that song. I liked the song on the album before he added her to the remix. And I know when it first came out, a lot of people was like, why would he pick that song? Like, that ain't even the best song on the album, blah, blah, blah. I liked the song before. I liked the whole album, actually. And I feel like it was a really good song to put her on. And I like the feel of it, obviously, 90s. But mm, that was the only clip that I really saw or that I cared to see. I just read about it or saw pictures or, or whatever, and that was it. Yeah, I... I- when I first heard the song, I liked it. But then when I saw him performing it, and he had a, a, a um a, a, that damn afro and shit, I just had an uneasy spirit, Lord. Like the. <laughs> but you know he been had a little poof afro going on. Yeah, I ain't been paying attention to him, like you know what I'm saying. I think he was. I don't know, man. I just had an uneasy. I was just like, man. He been had that. I like. 
I love me a little Bruno. He been had that going on now okay, before okay. the video. He didn't. He didn't just grow that for for the little video. No, he been had that going okay, on. Okay, okay. I might be tripping there, but uh, Cardi B. I I like Cardi B, but uh, <sighs> Cardi looked like she had on a damn pamper. Now I ain't gonna lie. I I was looking at it because. As soon as I know that a celebrity's ass is fake, like I don't even look at it no more because I'm just not interested. And I am an ass woman, okay? Mm -hmm. But whenever I seen it, I just was like, no, sis, like it looked real. I don't like when they look pamperish, like her and Nicki Minaj. I don't know what K Michelle new ass looked like, but the old one looked real like a heart shaped pamper. You know, I don't like them kind. I don't like it. Yeah, and I I've seen Nicki's up close before it hers look better in person maybe cardi maybe it does maybe it's the shorts that uh cardi had on or something but um nikki's ass definitely looked better in person i see her in concert and i was pretty i was relatively close and she was you know twerking all over and doing all kind of shit so hers does look better in person k michelle's did not i seen her in person and it still looked like a heart-shaped pamper that was barely moving i am so proud of her for getting a reduction yeah she probably had a big butt before no, she said she didn't. Oh, she didn't? <laughs> yeah, she said she did not. And she went out and bought those things to make herself feel better. Mm. Wow, she mm -hmm. did keep it kind of big, though. You know, Kim Kardashian ass looked like a pamper, too. Hers, Chloe, like, all oh, they just look real. I just don't like it. And I really didn't. I, I like the way she was trying to set the outfit up. It was real 90s. I'm here mm -hmm. for that. But I didn't like it on her. Oh, talking about a Cardi. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, but it was you know what I'm saying they did a pretty good performance or whatever. So they did. Yeah, that was it. That was my thing with the Grammys. I wanted I wanted Jay to win one. I wanted Childish Gambino to win one, and uh, and SZA. Yeah, I was so I was really really shocked that SZA. I was really shocked that Jay Z too, because I mean eight like you going home with something. But then I I saw a post that was like y'all know they're not going to give Jay Z no Grammy for teaching niggas how to be better. I was like you right, well you right. I can't argue with yeah, that. I mean most most he lost five of them to like uh, Kendrick. So yeah, and and Kendrick is I I can I can stomach that, but I am a big Jay Z fan. I just need him. I've seen him twice in concert. Like I, I, I just need him. He should have just got it. Like that's whole. And he lost the other three. I think to Bruno Mars. So it is what it is. And I love Bruno too, but you know, whatever. Yeah, it's over and done with. It's they didn't had their time, and it was what it was. Yeah. And uh, speaking of Bruno and Cardi, uh, they're going on tour together. Um, they don't say no dates, but it, yeah, they they announced that they're going on tour together. So. I mean, I, I I would I would go I would go I am a big Bruno fan and I've seen him once before I would definitely see him again his shows are amazing and you know I I don't never hesitate to get ratchet <laughs> last night I was in here I was copying all of uh the Cardiisms and like when she say okay but you know she put that little <laughs> I would not do it on air <laughs> but I no. <laughs> No, we were but I was earlier. You scared to do Cardi B? <laughs> I'm not scared, but I don't remember what me and Brittany was talking about. And at the end, I was like, "Oh, there you <laughs> go." Like, <laughs> no, she was like, "Not tonight, not tonight." And I was just so tickled. Cardi literally tickles me to death. She yeah. just, she is unapologetically herself mm -hmm. all the like time. Like when she was on uh, another part of the Grammys, um. She was like reading 
from uh, that book. Uh, what's it called? Fire and Fury. And she like mm-hmm. <laughs> she did the little uh, the little uh, tongue roll shit she be doing. Like what she did. Yeah, oh that yeah, shit was funny. Yeah. And I saw a clip of her on the red carpet. Somebody was interviewing her and asked her how she feels. She was like, I got butterflies in my stomach and in my vagina. And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I was done. I was like, yes. I, missed, Cardi, I, yes. Yeah. I seen a clip of that and I was like, Cardi, tell them about it. Because people be thinking I'm weird when I be like, oh, I, like, I got butterflies sometimes or like... um if when I'm flying on a plane, like take off and landing, or if we're going over a hill, like some people be like, "Oh, my stomach drop." Oh, it, my stomach does nothing, but my vagina feels away. <laughs> people don't understand, like you stuff be Child feeling down know. there. To some of us, anyway. I know shit lit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you playing too early in the morning? <laughs> yeah. Um. <laughs> You did it, nigga. I did. Now, every time I fly, I'm thinking about your pajamas. <laughs> the takeoff and landing be lit, son. I'd be like, you ready for takeoff? Yup. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Go after that. Uh, okay, all right. Last week, you said you didn't want to talk okay, about this person. No more. All right. Oh, gosh. I know. I already know. Chill. Okay, but remember, we, we, uh, Read a little something that said that um, Monique was um offered three million dollars in the deal for, with Netflix. Right. Um, but uh, she released uh, a picture or whatever, saying that um, you know, uh, with more of the details of what she was offered or whatever, and basically they offered her um the five hundred thousand dollars and also like three hundred thousand dollars like to produce it or whatever, um. But uh, the contract said that it it included parameters that would prevent Monique from any future performances for twenty four months that had anything to do with that material, and she couldn't um, she couldn't record any any of that material. You know what I'm saying for like a year after or whatever. Um, now I don't know what Dave Chappelle or Chris Rock or whoever else had in their deals or whatever, but I mean. I don't know, man. It, I guess she wasn't lying. I mean, I don't know if anybody thought she was lying. Well, we did report it last week, though. But I don't know if too many people thought she was lying about the five hundred thousand. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I feel like if they said she couldn't perform for twenty four months after using the same material, I mean, then. You know, be creative and do performances or whatever, but use new material. Um, why would you? And honestly, from a business standpoint, I don't see why she would use the same material that she put on Netflix. Um, she shouldn't to encourage more people to go on Netflix and watch it and, you know, be offering something different. Yeah. Um, I mean, Dave Chappelle rarely uses the same stuff over and over. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know. And then I think, <laughs> I think at this point, I'm not even trying to look too much into it because I don't even care to know. And before she went on this whole um, I love us for real tour that she done been on, she should have been divulged, you know, gave us all this information. Just give us all of it the real up front because that didn't come until the story about the three million yeah. came. Like, just tell us all up front and let us make the same decision we made before. We ain't boycotting on Monday. Netflix got the eleven dollars and twenty nine cent for me, and you know that's just mm-hmm. what it was. I mean, 
I'm still in the same You say you still what? In the same space. I'm ready for her yeah, to sit down. Yeah. I I mean, I do want, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to me though, it's kind of hard to equate the, the amount of money that all of these people will get because like Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock, they they just on different levels. Like it just depends on the the what the perceived demand is for your work because it's not it's not like football or basketball or nothing. Like it's not numbers that that's being. Well, I don't know. I guess it could be though if you have ticket sales from tours you had before. You know what I'm saying? And then you know people can see the demand. They can see the demand for you. But I don't know the, what the demand is for Monique. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think I don't, there is a demand for Monique. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, <laughs> that was my point all along. Like she needed to come out and reestablish herself again. Like we know who you were, but let like go on a little tour right quick and let us see who you are now. Let us see where you evolved to. Let us see what you're going to be talking about. Because when we talk to who Monique was, we have to speak to skinny bitches because that's what that Monique spoke to. Mm-hmm. We ain't nobody just going to just be giving you this money now. We don't know what you like what you are now, what you're doing now, except just shitting on everybody and being a little hellraiser. So, And the, people keep bringing up the um, Queens of Comedy thing, but like, who's in that? Her, uh, Samoa, who else? Was Miss Laura one of the Queens of Comedy? I don't, you know, I don't even remember because I just remember her and Samoa now that you ask. Um, who, were the other ones not funny? Like, I don't know. I'm trying to remember. Like, the reason I say that is because it seems like they just crowned themselves the queens of comedy. Like, oh, it was Laura Hayes and Adele Givens. Adele Givens, yeah. Like, it seemed like they just made themselves the queens of comedy. Just like the kings of comedy make, kind of seemed like they just made themselves the kings of comedy. Like, I agree, but then the kings of comedy, I feel like they whether they made themselves that or not, it fit. I mean, they definitely, uh, during that time, and when you think during that time and who was and who was on the, the cast, they definitely were. Yeah, I guess so. If I would have added anybody to that cast, it would have been Eddie Griffin. Oh, yeah. Because I love him, and I feel like he's so underrated. And he was the main reason why I went to the little comedy show that was in Seattle the other weekend. Who was there with him? Um, DL Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, and uh, George Lopez. Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw them. It was supposed to be Charlie Murphy, too, but you, we know it. Yeah, because last time they did the show, it was Charlie Murphy was there. Um, and so he they had us was like, you know, last time we was here for the same tour, Charlie was here, and we did a little tribute or whatever. But um, yeah, it was really dope. But Eddie Griffith was the main reason I went, and then the second reason that I went was DL Hughley. Yeah. So I feel like people would have thought like, oh, Cedric and, you know, George. I mean, they cool and I love them. Don't get me wrong. But the main reason I wanted to go was Eddie and DL. Yeah. And they had me dying the whole time. Cedric, sometimes he can be hit or miss. He can be. And so he was he was rel- relatively funny. Um, But then a lot of that, too, has to do with his mannerism. You know, he be dancing and stuff like that. Yeah. And he can get a little like ratchet when he start like, oh, you know how this person be. And like he kind of do like the persona of them. Whereas Eddie and DL were just like their regular funny conversational selves. And it was everything for me. Yeah. Uh Speaking of comedies and comedians, Martin. Right. Um, they're saying they might reboot. Well, Tisha Campbell confirmed that she's that they're rebooting Martin. Uh, 
How do you feel about that? <laughs> I don't want them to. If we being honest, I'm not that person that feel like everything need to be remade. Everything need a sequel. I just want them to leave shit alone. Um, I feel like Martin is good where it's at. If Tisha Campbell want to do a reboot to something, it need to be my wife and kids. I'm real interested in that. I'm not interested yeah, in. Yeah. I'm not interested in Martin at all. Period. Point blank. Whenever I feel like I want to watch Martin, I want to watch it for what it is right now. Tommy not here. I just think they need to leave it alone. Yes, I was looking at uh, the comments on one uh, post or whatever. Somebody was like, um, she was like, uh, she don't want Martin to go so hard on Pam how it used to be. And I was, and that made me think, like, nowadays, like, people, like, it's, I don't want to say people too sensitive, but a lot of stuff, like, that they did on the show back in the day, you can't do now. Like I a agree. Lot of I do agree with you. Times have definitely changed, and everybody is sensitive. Everybody got a plight. You're doing something to hurt a certain demographic of people all the time. Everybody in their feelings, and I don't feel like the way how they roast each other, and there was no hard feelings, and everything was still all love. I feel like uh, social media would create the buzz. Mm-hmm. For there to be hard feelings, or at least try to. I mean, hopefully they're solid enough for it to not penetrate the friendship or whatever that they have. But I just don't think they should do a reboot. A reboot. I think they need to leave well enough alone. Martin is what it is, and yeah, they call it up. They should do like uh, like how Bill Cosby did when the Cosby Show went away. He came back with it was him and Felicia Rashad, but they were just like. It was too. It was like a whole totally different show, right? But it, it was husband and wife, but it was just a totally different show. Like, yep. I think it was just called Cosby, and it was like that's how they should do. They should just make a new show with yeah. them, them saying. That's what I was just getting ready to say. A whole new show, and I mean, maybe if they want to incorporate, you know, like maybe like a flashback, like oh y'all remember, you know, whatever. But I don't think it should be a full on like Martin reboot. I just don't think it should be. Yeah, I mean, I'm talking about like a, a totally different show, like. His name ain't Martin and her name right. ain't Pam. I agree. I agree. But I, I agree. But yeah, no. But they would have to like mention Tommy though or something too. That, and that's what I say they should like would do like a remember something <clears throat> or whatever in regards to him since they were all on the cast or whatever. But I definitely don't think it should be anything Martin like. We ain't doing we ain't doing uh Roscoe, we ain't uh we ain't doing Shanene, we ain't, I don't none of it. Mama Pain. Bro, man, no. Leave all of it alone. Yeah. I I just I just I, I, wonder, I just wonder how it'll um how it'll go down though. But I don't I, I, I don't know that I feel like it's gonna well obviously it ain't gonna be the same, but I don't even think it would stick. Like I think if they tried to do a reboot, like I don't think it would get no love and then there's gonna be a lot of hurt egos. I don't think nobody here for that. Yeah, that's I, I think like just because shows like are full of house and all of that kind of stuff, I think just because they uh like came back and got and you know what I'm saying they were like I think Fuller House is like on their fourth season or something like that. Right. So um what else? I heard like Murphy Brown coming back, Magnum PI, like Um Sister Sister is coming back. I seen a clip from the reel when Tamara said that they are in discussion about it and then the mama went on Instagram or Twitter or somewhere and was like, she's glad to be, you know, doing the sister, sister reload. She missed her babies, that type of thing. But, um, they haven't started. Yeah. Jack a, they haven't started filming or anything yet. And I was just like a sister, sister reboot. Um, I mean, I feel like that would, that could potentially be better than Martin. 
uh, not that Martin wasn't, you know, a good show. I just don't see the need to reboot that. But I do, I can see where T and Tamara could reboot. Yeah, just I just hope like one of them don't have twins. Like, well, well, Tia's pregnant now, but she don't got. Well, she didn't say that it's twins. No, I mean on the show. Like, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah this is true. Twins and again, like you know, what I'm saying, right? Like, yeah, they need to leave that part of it alone. What, is, what else? Uh, uh, that's so Raven came back. I don't know if it's oh called, yeah, called something else. It's a little different, but she's still yeah. Like, um, what else? Uh, it's another show. Now she's Raven is like a mom, and so she has a kid, and then her friend Chelsea is a mom and has a kid. The way they reloaded the show, um, yeah, yeah, a lot of like the same type of little shit. Mm-hmm. shit. Like yeah, she, what could she like see the future or something like that? Yeah, she would have a vision, or oh, I think that's what they call it, yeah, like visions or whatever. Um, Boy Meets World came back, I think. It did, and I I used to really love that show, so that was cool. I don't know, everything don't need to come back, but some things were cool that it came back. If there was one show that you would like to see come back, what show would that be? Just off the top of your head. Uh, I, I would want to say A Different World or Friends, because that's literally, like, whenever I want to watch something, like, those are my go-tos. I watch it over and over every single time, like, I've never seen it before. So... You would like for friends, friends. My only friends, my only white show, y'all. Don't judge me. Mm, okay, we'll see. <laughs> I don't really think there's a a reboot that they could do. I don't even really know that a different world. I mean, I think a different world could kind of come back and do something. I definitely believe that they could. And so, if I, you said off the top of my head, those two came together. But my yeah. final answer would be a different world. True. True. A different world. I'm here for that. My show would probably be because nobody is really the star on this show and they could kind of go with, you know what I'm saying? Go with like, kind of go from where they left off, even though it was like 15, 15 years ago on um, The Wire. I think they could. Oh, yes. The Wire is one of my favorite shows. I was just telling Brittany, she never seen it. And I was like, girl, you gotta, you gotta get, you gotta watch it. Like, you're going to take leave. You're going to sit your ass down, and I'm going to put it on, and you're going to watch it. Shout out to Brittany. <laughs> <laughs> that show, I feel like everybody should see that show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Let's see what else we got going on. Uh, Something that happened here in uh, South Carolina. It was some students arrested after rifle drugs were found during the canine sweep at uh, West Ashley High School. Um, yeah, we switching gears crazy, y'all. I know. Uh, investigators say officers have arrested two West Ashley High School students after drugs and a rifle were found in their vehicles at the school's parking lot. Uh, according to the Charleston police, the items were found Thursday during a canine sweep, which request, which was requested by uh, school officials. Officers have, says officers were searching the student parking lot when the canine unit alerted a, a fox, <laughs> I, <was about> <laughs> I don't know how I was about to pronounce officers, but anyway. <laughs> uh, says the drivers of the vehicles are 17-year-old Kyle Salter and 17-year-old Leslie Kale. Uh, Salter is charged with simple possession of marijuana, possession of drug paraphernalia, and having a weapon on school property and Kale is charged with possession of drug paraphernalia and possession of a controlled substance. 
Hold up. They tried to make it seem like this shit was real big. But he just probably had a gun in his car and they just had drugs in their car. <laughs> that ain't big. Not really. He <laughs> might For high school students? They in high school? Huh? They in high school, you say? Or college? In high school. I mean, I mean, I think I think that's kind of big for high school. <clears throat> they made it seem like like it was a school shooter type of dude, though. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right, right, right. Okay. I mean, kids be doing drugs in high school and stuff, and a rifle. They didn't say what kind. Of, if like if it was a, like a, a AR-15 or something, they probably would have said that shit. So sorry for wasting y'all time. I thought it was. Some- <laughs> So one thing that I want to ask you, mm-hmm. uh, switching gears again, I guess, kind of back the music a little bit. Yeah. Um, would it, as as a black man, mm-hmm. do, would you let your wife be like a Kim Kardashian? Like, is she getting on Instagram and posting these news? <sighs> I didn't even see. Let me. Matter of fact, now that you say that. I've been meaning to find this picture. Um, <laughs> I don't like. I don't know if I would. Um, date a Kim Kardashian or that type. If I was, you know what I'm saying. Like, if I could date a Kim Kardashian, then I probably. It's a whole range of people that's not as famous as her that I could date. You know what I'm saying, like. I would date Terry Hilson before I, I agree. Kim Kardashian. I agree, but that ain't what I ask you because a lot of people giving Kanye so much hell for I'm the pictures that his wife posted, and um, and um, so hold on, I can I can tag you in the picture, but then also, um, I want you to go. I'm gonna tag you in something else because mm-hmm. Tammy Roman, you know, she does Bonnet Chronicles, and she had a response. Yeah, I saw what you said. Uh, shut up, Tammy. Um, yeah, Tammy, shut the fuck up. You, uh, you think up. so? You think it's shut up? On, uh, uh, <laughs> I I do agree. She is real grown, and she is on basketball wives, and she's been long divorced from that man for like 15, 20 years, and she's still on the show yeah. fighting. Um, I like but I do feel like she had a She got daily kicked off of um, real world. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm on this gallery. Did you? I um, I was gonna say I tagged you in it on uh, Instagram. Okay, let me check my Instagram. I'm sorry, y'all. We doing this live. We doing this live. <laughs> let me see, see if it came up. Cause I don't know if they still on um on, this. on her page, and I don't follow. Oh, I mean, her. oh, that ain't bad. I mean. It's kind of artsy. I mean, but if you went, oh, okay. I mean, but if you went to actually her Instagram, she has a lot of different style news laying in the bed, like with her titties out, or just different. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at that one right now as we speak. Mm. It's just a lot of different stuff, and I feel like for me, I could see maybe doing it like on a magazine or for a photo shoot or for um, like if. Like how they did the Calvin Klein ad as a family, and they had their shirts oh, off or whatever. On this but I'm on the <laughs> okay. Nice oh, I see the nipple on this one. But um, oh what kind of areola? You, like? you probably like a tan brown areola. I like a red one. 
Red one is always nice. The brown. I'm not really that big in areolas. Yeah, I told I like, you I'm an ass I like woman. The, uh, chocolate, uh, the Oreo cookie ones too. Those are nice. <laughs> Back to what you know, I was saying. You know, the braille. They got look like got braille around it. Now what you gonna do? I know what you're gonna do when we get off. You're gonna go right to the bathroom and look in the mirror and see if you got braille around your area. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> I know what my area look like. I'm I'm real aware. Of my little bit of braille and how big my areolas are, I'm well Shut aware, up. honey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't. I don't know. That. Sick this morning. I just don't. Uh, I okay. I don't. I I would have to be in that position. So let me you just know. ask this. Right now, you in a relationship? You dating someone? They posting like that on Instagram? I mean. Yeah, they have posted something kind of like that on. Really? On How you felt about it? You was cool with it? Social media, whatever. I mean, I was like, eh, I, right. Now. So then say that. Like, I don't feel like. I mean, because on the on the one hand, you are gonna have no women oh, like no. can't tell me what to do. This month, such 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 such. And as headstrong as I am, um. Brittany uh, checked me sometime. Like sometimes I'll go to post something and I don't have no shirt on. I'm naked a lot of the time, but not. No, you can't oh. see anything. But oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I like oh, you can see god. like my shoulders. So obviously yeah. you see my shoulders and you know like you don't see anything. So then oh. and then sometimes she'll be like, you know, you definitely on here trying to give a little illusion. Like nah, ain't gonna pass. You know what I'm saying? Like she don't let you touch trap. Hell nah. And I remember like when we first started dating, this was like in, at the end of 2016. And I posted something and um we weren't on the phone. And then she called me a little bit later and then we hung up and she went on Snapchat and definitely like DM'd my snap like, you want me to fight you now or later? Like, take this mm-hmm. shit down. <laughs> and I went on there and took it down. Mm. I had a little filter going, you know, mouth was my lips, you know, they big. I guess they was looking away. They was real glossed up. I don't know. I just took it down. I don't want no problems. And I thought it was a little cute. I was like, yeah, girl. Oh, you thought it was cute that she was being uh, aggressive? Mm. Yeah, but I feel like I, I got to be careful how I'm just saying yeah, because she's not really aggressive at all. I definitely try her a lot. Um, I wasn't trying her when I posted that, but before she had even sent that to me, I definitely had got like the looking eyes in my DM a few times or like the hard eyes or somebody and somebody else was like, if you set in a thirst trap, like you caught me type shit in my DM. So I already knew what she was speaking to because it was already happening. So I ain't had no problem taking that shit down. So you like, you like for her to put her foot down, huh? Sometimes because I definitely try her all the time. Mm. And sometimes she just be like, you... I'm going to fuck you up like you always try me y'all, or whatever. Y'all live a life of testing me. Well, not <laughs> testing me. Oh, I definitely do. Like, sometimes it could be random. She'll call me. She'll be like, hey, baby, what you doing? I'll be like, talking to my nigga. Oh. <laughs> right. And she'll be like, don't fucking play with me. Like, it goes. She was like, I call you trying to be sweet to your ass and you want to try me type shit. And I, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like, I just have the trying spirit on me. Like, I just be. I just be wanting to try. You like to try, and then once she check you, you be like, Ooh, I do. I, <laughs> you I do sometimes. I, I be like, mm, you want to come upstairs with me? Cause or we could just stay down here. Cause <laughs> that was kind of cute. You live for the check. Mm-hmm. I do, and then 
but she can't check me. She can't try me back because I be my nose be to her motherfucking nose. Like what you said? Mm. What what you what the fuck you mean? And she just be looking at me like you dish that shit all day. Like you just tried me five minutes ago, and I can't even breathe. Like I'm about to try you. Mm-hmm. Nah, we learning you. We learning you. <laughs> nah, don't try me. Listen just let me try you. Uh, the listeners are taking notes. <laughs> Yeah. You heard that? I try you, don't try me. It's like, it's like I'm just kidding. I'm mm. just kidding. Oh, I just I don't know why I play so much with her for real. Uh, I, sound, I like sounds it. beautiful. But I wouldn't post no pictures uh like Kim Kardashian, and I'm not never finna be with nobody that think they finna post that on any type any social media at all. It's just uh, like with her pictures though, like she taking them herself and all that kind of stuff. Um, like if it damn. was like. A photo shoot or something that's kind of different if it's a photo shoot then i understand because nine times out of ten you got to check for that and we're not going to sit around and act like this is not how she even first became a thing we all saw her goodies from the very beginning and that's how she got into this and i feel like she has her and her family have done really well with turning that into a multi-billion dollar company for their family or you know whatever i just don't think at this point she still needs to do it and i feel like the fact that she is doing it herself versus letting it be a photo shoot for a campaign for somebody else or on the cover of a magazine it's just like why like why do you need this particular type of attention post them babies post something else post a little bit more about your business or you know, get a photo shoot and let them do it, and then you be paid for it. Because then at least I could be like, well, you know what, sis, just racking up a check for doing what she been doing ever since she, but was a thing being naked. But damn, just on Instagram, just posting them Instagram ain't paying you for that. Like, why? Put your shit up. You should be tired of showing it all the time. We've been looking at this shit for a decade, a little more than a decade. We shit. Quite frankly, I'm tired too. I, I just uh, I remember seeing her before that sex tape though. <laughs> For some reason, I don't know if she was like with oh. Paris Hilton or something. But I just oh, her and Paris used to they did just yeah. To I be remember friends. her before that, um, but now she's like way more famous than Paris Hilton. Um, I, I just I, I I heard of Kim Kardashian when the sex tape came in, and then after that, her name ain't left at no point in time. It's just always been a Kardashian something. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I don't like dislike them or anything like that. And I actually used to watch their show all the time. Like I, I used to love watching their show. <laughs> That's but too. <laughs> <Got him>. yeah. <laughs> I mean, this was this was before I, you know, I stepped into who I am now. But I wasn't always who I am. So I definitely used to indulge in all the reality television, real, you know, all of it. But I used to watch them, and and I used to be real. Uh, dedicated to that re- reality tv period just watching like, it all the time and, and nah i never did that i i'm I, I ain't never bought none of the clothes no makeup none of that no and i don't wear makeup unless it's lipstick and i mean i ain't even bought none of rihanna mm, lipstick just how so. black are you well you know first of all rihanna well, first of all, nigga, <laughs> i mean i don't yeah, I was yeah, I was I was I was definitely finna lay into some facts real quick for your ass because you talking about I mean it's one thing to support a black person, but then it's another thing when you're actually supporting a black business. A uh, Rihanna company ain't um ain't no um, black business. I mean she the forefront, but it's it's no that ain't Fenty is Fenty Beauty is definitely owned by someone else and them someone else's ain't black. You know what I'm saying? So 
we gonna have to be you gonna have to be careful now i'm, I'm here for everybody supporting her. go ahead do what you want to do is rihanna at least you know she is black but Damn. my money ain't go there i didn't know that this is all i'm saying but you know right and a lot of people don't a lot of time because they just look at who's mm-hmm. on the forefront you know what i'm saying and fenty we know fenty to be her puma fenty time fenty you know all of that and that's cool but you gotta yeah that's her last name um, but you know, no, that ain't that ain't how that that ain't how that work. And I wasn't moved, and I'm not as um, materialistic as I used to be, and I'm a whole lot more frugal than what I used to be. One time, I didn't care. I'm gonna spend three hundred for this bag. I'm gonna spend one fifty, two hundred for these heels, and I'm gonna spend this for that. I don't. I can't. Mm-hmm. I can't do it no more. I can't. I can't justify the twenty dollars for the lipstick. I don't give a damn how bomb it is because I can go to the Ulta and get my little brand the NYX. Um, yeah, I think I think that's the brand name. Actually, they got some lip suede's out here that I like, and they cost me eight dollars. So I just you know I like to spend my eight dollars versus my twenty dollars on. I, no, I can't. Sounds like I German. Can't justify don't know it. what you're talking about. Anyway, no, I just listen. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but uh. Yeah. I just ain't spending the money. I feel you though. But I, yeah, I didn't know that she wasn't like the owner or whatever. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yes, you know, the white man's internet. Yeah, they they in the uh Yeah, yeah, you gotta <laughs> use the white man's internet. Got to. Speaking of the white man's internet, the white man's internet has killed uh the C D stores. And uh Best yeah. Buy, the one of the last places where you could buy CDs. Mm-hmm. They've uh gonna they're gonna stop selling CDs. It says uh in a move that signals yet another nail in the coffin for physical music, Best Buy has announced that it will pull CDs from its shelves starting in July. Uh sources say that the company is pulling is only pulling forty million dollars worth. Ain't hold on. Sources say the company is only pulling forty million dollars annually annually from CD sales, a sharp decline for the store that once Known as the most prominent music retailer in the U- U.S., uh, Best Buy will, however, continue to su- sell select vinyl records due to a partnership with turntable manuf- manufacturers. Uh, Target is also eyeing a significant reduction in city sales. The retailer is reportedly pushing for a consignment-based sales platform. What that essentially means is Target only wants to pay for the CDs that it sells. Uh, suppliers will given the deadline of either April 1st or May 1st. And the sources say that none of the major labels have yet agreed on the new scan-based terms. So, I, um, um, I think it is a little unfortunate, but necessary. People ain't buying CDs no more, for real. And I know I, the last CD that I bought, if I'm not mistaken, was... Um, Beyonce when it was uh I can't think of the name of the album and I should I, I'm part of the beehive this is ridiculous but uh mm. um with um drunk in love and all that on there that was the last one mm. I bought and I I I down I bought it on iTunes but I also bought the hard copy and um I I mean CD's cool and all but it's just so much easier for me to you know, sync the Bluetooth in the car or put my I, the charger in and it just plays and I don't have to worry about changing music, getting the CD book out, putting something else in. Yep. And I definitely don't use it in my house. Now, uh, whenever they say if they say something about not selling vinyl records, uh, you know, then 
that's going to be a problem for me because I like vinyl records. But I think the CDs are necessary. Mm-hmm. I like vinyl records. Oh wow! Yeah, I don't. The, the last CD I bought, I think, was like J Cole's uh, last album. That was the last like <laughs> CD I bought. Yeah, no, and is and I have all his albums on my phone, but I don't. I haven't bought a CD. I remember buying a um. Tamar Braxton CD. I feel like that was all around the same time. And T.I. had an album came out. And I remember one of the songs on there was Purple Panties, Blue Bikinis. And I don't remember which album or what of his that was, but I bought that one. Yeah. And I feel like all of that was generally almost around the same time. But those are the last three albums that I remember purchasing physically. Yeah. And that's still been at least two or three years ago. Four, honestly, could be so. Yeah, I was one of the people that like, because I, I had like, I used to have like buy all the CDs that came out, and then, um, like when iPods came out, I was kind of, well, I wasn't slow to it, but you know what I'm saying. I was on that, but then when like the iPod kind of went away and people were putting stuff on their phone, with it, I was like, man, I don't want all that music on my damn phone. I want my phone to be a phone. But then, like, I just did it. Had to, you know what I'm saying? Put all the music. Yeah, I was the same as you. Like, I had all the CD books in my car. I had, oh, this is the R&B CD book. This is the rap. Like, it was a thing. And then when iPods came out, I was like, I don't want no iPod. And then I got one just for the sake of getting one. And um, I used it a little bit, but I didn't really use it that much, even still. And then whenever they would put music on the phone, I was like, no, I just feel like everything should be kept separate. And then um, especially when I had an Android, but then once I started using iPhones, yeah. I was like, "Yeah, nah, I'm I'm going to put the music on." Yeah, that's and how I was too. It it's just now I don't know what the devil. What you mean? No Apple Music, no title, no Spotify. Like what you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's, even mm-hmm. like independent people, like I tell them to put their stuff on title, like uh, whatever, mm-hmm. like because yeah, I'm not about to get no seat. Like I had a car um last year, um. It was a rental car that I had because I had hit a deer, so I had to get a rental car for like two weeks. No, it was longer than two weeks. For a while, they had my car. And um, the car didn't have a CD player. Yeah, so in 2016, I bought me a Ford, and it was brand new, and it did not have um, a CD player. But then I have a Hyundai now. It's a 2017. I got it last year, and it does, but I don't use it. Yeah, like. I don't know what I'm using. Like at this point, I'm like, what am I using it for? And don't get me wrong, I still have CDs. Like, um, and there is one particular CD. Anytime that I lose it, I buy it. I don't know why. Uh, Lauren Hill, the miseducation of Lauren Hill. But I still have CDs. Um, and I just have them. I don't utilize them. I won't throw them away. Um, but I don't. I'm. I don't. I'm not going to buy anymore. So I think they should remove that part of the store um because they're gonna they're gonna end up spending more money in it then they're gonna get out of it so just take the whole thing out yeah i feel like i feel like a person that'll listen to this show though they're probably alpha cities anyway because like if you uh like as technologically advanced as a as to listen to a podcast then you probably already yeah. streaming services and all kind of stuff like that too yep you yes. are you definitely are and then if you're not, then it's just kind of like you must be want the attention of people looking at you crazy because how are you not? What do you mean? You know, it like, is kind of something that, a- <laughs> that like younger people like because I, I know like going to the store, buying it, you know, what I'm saying uh, walking out, struggling to open the city case. Oh, my God. Wasn't it so hard? Oh, my and God. Then just opening it up and, and smelling that smell. 
putting it in mm-hmm. the seat, play it the first time or whatever. That that was kind of like a, uh, I don't want to say a rite of passage, but it was just like a, um, uh, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Just a, a a routine or whatever, like you know. What I'm saying? It was, and it felt good. Like you were yeah. excited, and you, um, excuse me, you didn't leave the the parking lot until. You had that thing in. You had to turn yeah. it up and, you know, get a, a, a couple head bops in, make sure that shit was riding a little bit. Then you pulled out of the parking lot and you was listening to the CD for it was in the CD player for at least a couple days because you just was taking that in. And I, I don't know. That was just dope. And then there was, you know, mix CDs whenever that thing whole came about. So you mean to tell me I can have all the songs I real like mm-hmm. on one CD and I don't got to mm-hmm. change? CDs when I get to the red light, like yes, we, you winning. Now you just let that phone sink to that Bluetooth, and you you already got shuffle, and you listening yep. to everything. Yeah, like like with a lot. Well, I guess title. I mean, um, Apple. I have title. I, I don't even use my Apple Music, but um, like all the albums, like even albums you wouldn't buy or whatever, you can listen to. Like when they said that Lord was nominated for album of the year, I was like, shit. Let me let me check this Lord out. You know what I'm saying? So, Right. Yeah. Mhm. Yeah, I agree with you. I definitely agree. I am. Um, I have title, um, but I still primarily use mm-hmm. Apple Music. Uh, but Amy making all these title playlists, I was just like, damn it, she gonna make me open this app and l- find my way around this thing. Because honestly, I haven't. Um, I listened. I obviously I got it when four forty four came out and. So I've had yeah. it since then, but I hadn't still used it too much at all. And then when 444 came on I, on Apple Music, obviously I put it there because that's just where I'm more fluent. And But I, those are my two main ones. Yeah, yeah. So uh, and streaming yeah, is the thing. Streaming, streaming is the thing, yeah. Um, have you heard about, uh, I, I wasn't talking about this last week about Quincy Jones. Um having 22 girlfriends and all of this. Oh, Lord. Yeah, I see. <laughs> I seen that. And I, I ain't saying the man got a reason to lie. I'm just saying, I don't know if I, I mean, believe him. He might call them girlfriends. Uh, other people might call them sugar babies. Either way. I, be, I don't know. I believe him. But it's it's a whole bunch of stuff in that story. Like, it was it's an article that was in uh, GQ. Um, He talked about how, like, his grandparents were like slaves and and shit like that. Like, and he like they were alive when he was alive. So like that just made me think just how close we really are to like slavery. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, just stuff like that. But he had a whole bunch of like crazy stories. Like, um, uh, who was it that died and he was supposed to be with them? Um, I don't know. It's a whole bunch of like uh, it was a it was a whole bunch of stories in there. Like he just lived like a. a or um a very very eventful life or whatever, but um if y'all can check out that story on Quincy Jones though it's a real real good article. Um, I I'm definitely gonna look into it now because I really didn't look past him saying he had his 22 girlfriends and I dead ass like rolled my eyes and was like okay Quincy. Thought <laughs> <laughs> so he was lying. I just was just like uh, you you heard that tone okay Quincy. <laughs> like, <laughs> Okay, honey. Next, like that was about as much as it got from me. I wasn't. I didn't go any further. I I didn't do anything. And then, um, yeah, that was 
the end of that. <laughs> that was the end of that. Like no, it was the uh, he was supposed to be at like the uh, Charles Man like some he it was some Manson murder that happened, and he was supposed to be there like at the house, but on the way there he got in a car crash or something crazy like that. Like oh wow, shut yeah. up. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm definitely gonna go watch that now because you know I have a thing. I I like murder stories not just like real big famous ones but just still murder stories and uh manson was somebody that i definitely followed so then now i'm gonna go read and see which one of the victims houses he was supposed to be yeah something like that yeah um i mean that ain't dope but (laughs) i mean it's crazy like right uh um how stuff like that happened like um coincidences or whatever like or stuff that stop you from something that stop you from going somewhere a certain place and something bad happens there or whatever so yeah but to be that old i'm sure anybody that old has a whole bunch of like crazy ass stories like that i'm i'm sure because first of all they don't live a lot of life and then this is weird to think like it makes i always say i i love older people for their reason like you could just spend a day sitting with them and just listening to all the stories that they have because they've seen so much mm-hmm. Mhm. I love that. Yeah. I love the nice ones anyway, cause some of some of them just nasty as hell. And um, yeah, some old people be nasty as hell. I, I, they like, are, I, I like the mean ones though. The ones who don't, who don't give a damn, say whatever. Like, I do like them, but I don't like the ones that just are nasty, like disrespectful. Oh yeah. And then they think you won't disrespect their ass back, cause um, disrespect for me ain't about no age. It's about you got to give it to get. Oh it. yeah, I clown now too. I clown them back too. Dog, you getting so big. Dog, you getting so old. Right, like don't yeah. sit down somewhere now. <laughs> but yeah, they they definitely be dropping jewels. They be. Um, did you watch the State of the Union? This week, you know, I, I um, they had it on at work and everything like that. But I ain't paid that. I ain't paid it no attention. Oh, I just you were at work while it was going on. Mm-hmm, they had it on, and I just we got four big flat screens in there going on all the time because at and we play news all around the world because at any time a client calls and they need to they want to know more about something, I have to be prepared to like get put a report together and send it out to them so it was on or whatever but child you know how my interest is with this man i wasn't interested in hearing a motherfucking thing he had to say they were saying that it broke records like it was like the longest one of the longest state of the union addresses or whatever but they were like um i think like 35 minutes of it was just people clapping like you talking about them people they paid no it wasn't people they paid i mean like I I watched a little bit of it because what was on? I think I just heard there was there was a something going around. It was like he they had people that they paid to do all that clapping because don't nobody fuck with forty five like that. I ain't saying it's true, but that's just where that that comment came. Now you from. know, like uh, I, I have you have you watched any other State of the Union like with Barack and shit? Oh yeah, I de- I used to watch Barack. All right, so yeah. you know, like every time he would say something kind of fly or whatever, you know, he would, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of times they'll pause for applause and then they'll people will clap. So, it, but most of the time it'd be like people on his side that fuck with him would clap. So it was mm-hmm. the same way with Trump, just on the opposite side. But like it was like I watched it after Black Lightning went off. But it was like every time he would say something, they would clap. It'd be like uh, it'd be like um, and we kept the lights on. And- 
niggas stand up and start clapping and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just crazy. Like, uh, I think they're just trying to show him like so much support because I seen something on Facebook when um, somebody was complaining about how he's the most um, no other president goes through or has gone through what Trump has gone through and he needs support and all those type of stuff. And obviously I got on there and like got the cussing and going off. Um, but I just, I just feel like they just want the, they just want to show that they still supporting him in spite of his wrongdoings simply because they know so many people want his ass the fuck out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause ever since I saw a video clip of him saying something about it's going on in several states, uh, women are having their babies born in the ninth month and that's not right and it has to stop. Well, ever since I seen mm-hmm. that, I um was like, this motherfucker can't ever tell me nothing. I don't want to hear nothing because I just, I you just can't be that fucking stupid. Yeah. He real life just stupid as all. It, it, I, I just can't. No, you can't tell me nothing. You ain't addressing a motherfucking thing. You know somebody who who else who probably feel that way? Who? Uh, U.S. Representative Brenda Lawrence, uh, Democrat of Southfield. A uh, photographer caught an image of her while she was at the State of the Union. <laughs> she was <laughs> on her iPhone. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, I love it. Yeah, Keep so the uh, Daily Mail, they published a photo of her on Thursday. Uh and I guess the you know the people taking the picture they were at the balcony so they was like you know high up and they yeah so they were able to zoom in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, shout out to her though. She was you know shout she out like, to her. Yeah, um, I be telling people privacy screens are so important. I know when you get when you outside in the sun you can't see and people don't like that, but they so important. Yeah, it caught her. It was another lady sitting beside her. Looked like she was like on Facebook. And I couldn't tell the other woman because it was like three of them in a row sitting beside each other, whatever. One was like, looked like she was reading something, some long text or whatever. But yeah, she was playing Candy Crush. So shout shout out to uh, Miss Brenda Lawrence, Macaroni. Shout out to Brenda, maximizing her time and using it wisely. Shout out to Miss Lawrence. Oh, oh my God! You in this damn horn today, Brandon? Yeah, I might, I, I might uh, retire the horn next year. Um, which, oh, damn! You said next year. I, I mean, thought you was going to say next week. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. I was like, oh, damn! Next year. <laughs> yeah, you were talking about uh, these uh, you know, what I'm saying Trump supporters or whatever, and a lot of them Trump supporters they are evangelicals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I read the story. It was about this uh, anti-gay pastor and his wife. Um, and both of them were arrested for luring kids with candy, then molesting them. Uh, says it's 72-year-old Garrett Evans is, well, it says, was a pastor of the Rushville Baptist Temple in Rushville, Indiana, where he regularly preached about the evils of homosexuality for nearly three decades. It says last October he was arrested after several girls from his church, all under the age of 10, told their parents he had lured them into his office with candy and touched them inappropriately. Evans made Bond was released from custody. Um, says, well, now he's back in jail, this time for trespassing and resisting law enforcement. Uh, <clears throat> says uh, Evans and his wife's, and his wife, oh, hold up, his wife's name is Gay? Let me make sure. <laughs> yeah, Gay, uh, says, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, the only reason I'm reading this 
is because a lot of times, like we said on one of the mother shows, the people that be heavy against, like, preaching so hard against homosexuality, they always have some shit in, shit with them. You know what I'm saying? This nigga was a pastor. Like, he out mm-hmm. there. He and I, most of the people that, um, I don't want to say most of the people that support him, but people think, I'm not, I don't just be being rude when I tell you, when I say like white people love to lure somebody in somewhere and be being inappropriate. Like they live for this shit. They live to be with little fucking girls and they live to find crazy ass women just like them that want to help them do the shit. I don't get it. I don't get it. And for me, anything with having to do with appropriately touching little kids is, is always going to piss me off to the highest level of pistosity uh because i used to be that little kid i just feel like all they should just put all of them together and i don't give a damn what they do with them honestly but they cut cut the dicks off take them all off i don't know what you're gonna do to the women put them all in jail and don't ever let their ass come out like that it's just gross that remind me of something that happened that i saw that happened on i guess it was yesterday on facebook but i was at work Yes, I was gonna bring it up. I, I guess this guy up. got out of jail. He's getting out next week. Okay, he's getting out next week, and mm-hmm. I guess somebody in his family was like, "They glad he getting out and all kind of shit like that." Well, that I didn't mean? see. I didn't see that post. So he's getting out of jail on a technicality about some laws that was changed three years ago, yeah. and so the girl that he went to jail about uh, for um, assaulting whenever she was young, I think she said from. 10 from seven to i don't remember what age but i know she said when she was in eighth grade yeah she was testifying and stuff against him well he's getting out so she posted a picture of him and was saying like his name other names that he go by and was like she don't want him to get a hold of another child blah 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 and one of her family members one of the guy's family members was on there like bitch you lying like i'm gonna fight you da 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 and another one of the family members was just kind of like, this my blood. Like, I'll burn everybody down on this post. Like, it was just real ridiculous. And I was, let me tell you about my proudest moment in the whole thing was whenever um, it was shared. It was like, imagine getting on Facebook and defending your uh, pedophile cousin um, and threatening a little girl. Then, boom, you lost your job. And I was like, yes. This is how we operate because you need to mind what the fuck you saying. If you felt like that, you should have said that shit in the privacy of your car by yourself and kept it moving. Don't be on these white folk internet saying shit because there's a such thing as screenshot. Yeah, that reminds me of uh, I was listening to this podcast, The Black Guy Who Tips, and they were talking mm-hmm. about something. I, I think some guy said some shit that was racist or whatever, and they found out where the guy worked and got him fired or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the host of the podcast was like, um. Like, you gotta be careful. Yeah, he was like, they need to come out with a show, Black Twitter CSI. Right. Fine, <laughs> wherever you work. Black Twitter. And, and that's what happened. Right. Yeah. Because, and then even on a, um, another one of the posts on Facebook, when they was like the guy, they had tagged the guy, calling him out, trying to get him to come out. And one was like, I mean, it wasn't hard to find your address. So what's up? And I'm just like, bro, black people be like, we for real. CSI, CSI, FBI, CIA. Who you want us to be? We all of them. Inspect the gadget. We all of them. We're going to find it. 
We will. Yeah. And but I was really proud yesterday uh, of how it played out, regardless of how messy some people think it was or may have been. I feel like what that little girl did or I don't even know how old she is now to say she's still a little girl. Mm-hmm. But um, I feel like that was extremely brave of her. And I um, I just I wanted to like like just hug her because I know what it feels like to have that happen to you. Mm-hmm. Only n- none of my predators went to jail what? and none of them. And one of my predators, the, his whole family, like tormented my ass growing up for a short while. And I was alone in it. Like I dealt with that all by myself. The sister, uh, sisters, brothers, cousins, um, his mama, bless her soul, like called me a little liar. Like they just said whatever they wanted to say to me. His mama. <laughs> they said whatever they wanted to say to me. And so I was so glad that she had a whole, I feel like that was the whole village coming in and was just there for her every step of the way, backing her up. And sis had zero worries. And I was even at work, like, bitch, I'm all the way, I'm the furthest from anybody. And I'm over here, like, where he at? Cause I'm ready. Like, let's pull up on his ass. Like, it was so lit. I was, it was, I was just, it was both ridiculous but so gratifying yeah, for me people do shit like that I, I i wonder if it like the whole me too thing of that like kind of gave her a little bit of uh um uh courage to to do that or whatever because a lot of like back in the day like people look say like oh that girl was lying i know him he ain't did it or Right. And and that was definitely how it went for me. That was definitely how it went for me. I was lying. I was lying. Whatever, whatever. Um, I it is possible that it could have. It definitely hasn't given me anything to do anything with. Um, I don't I don't know if it did. If that's how it moved her. I am extremely proud. I think more people should um, stand up, especially um I don't want to single out any community, but I know, especially in the black community, a lot of times things just aren't said. And when they are said, you're not, you don't, you don't get believed or Mm. the family just want to handle it themselves and keep stuff quiet for the sake of how things are going to look. And it's just one of another one of those things that are swept under the rug. Um, And I was very proud of her for standing out. I feel like I stood up, against one of my predators once and it definitely like blew up in my face even as an eight-year-old little girl wow. so i don't have i even and even now to this day i don't really have the desire to uh i guess do anything i, I went to I his facebook page one time to the hangar. <laughs> I went to his Facebook page one time because I just was like, I wonder, does he have a little girl? Because if so, I I think it would break my heart. And I saw he's married and he has boys. And I was just kind of like, I mean, I guess that's okay. I, I mean, I don't really know. But um, and then uh, being very transparent, um, a f- one of my other predators was indeed a family member. Ooh. And I can't attest to nobody else's family, but um, I just wasn't interested in tearing mine apart and so i just i rarely am around was that was that something like uh like he said to you or whatever or was that just your thoughts like if you tell 
it'll break your family. Oh, um, no. It, so this, you can, these are my thoughts, but I, you can definitely say is, I mean, first of all, where I'm from is a very, very small town. It's, you know, not far from Lake City at all. It's King Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and my family is pretty decently known. And um, I just, they've always kind of had a reputation, you mm-hmm. know? And you just know, you just know your family to a certain extent where you know certain things will just tear the family. It's either going to tear the family apart or like in a sense of me be on the outside or it's going to tear it apart as it's just going to crumble within because everybody is going to be so much bickering and chaos. And I just wasn't, um, I wasn't interested in ever doing that. I mean, in my eyes, I was like, look, I'm already gay and my whole family is like, uh, you know, holiness. I already don't believe in the Bible and I don't see things how they see things. So let me don't come back and say something else. These people going to be like, how the fuck did she get in this family? Like, where did she come from? You know, and I just Black. went something away like that or some shit. So I just right. So I just was real cool with keeping my distance and not, you know, just being away um and not to say like i don't go home but when i go home most of the time i it's for the holidays and i'm in there like real quick in and out and i still love everybody i just and especially now uh he's back around the vicinity like he was away for a while and he's back and i am not interested now because i i don't know when the last time i've seen him for that i i just ain't i'm just not interested so i love my family i mean hell i he is my family and i love him i don't hate him i've forgiven everybody that has ever been that type mm-hmm. of person to me and i understand it wasn't now i get that it wasn't anything i done it's all of them all of them sick as fuck but um yeah i just keep my distance i'm just i'm just here but it that's why i always go so hard for stuff like that and yesterday i was like proud to almost being in tears and a little part of me was like damn like why couldn't i have been so like i was so hurt that i was angry that i took it out everywhere else like i just was kind of hateful for a while in my life and i was like damn why couldn't i have triumphed like that like been that brave and that bold you know but it's just that that just wasn't me you mean like how the uh so, how the girl was yesterday Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, damn, like why you know what I'm saying? Like for me, that's a strength that she has that I don't. And I commend her for that. And I was damn near in tears. And I remember seeing this was a couple months back. I was on Instagram and I don't know if the shade room posted it or not, but it was this girl she was recording and she was out at lunch or dinner and she was with this guy and she put him on camera and she was like, I just want to introduce everybody to so-and-so like he molested me for like, I don't know how many years he was in jail. He's out like, look at him. And she was like, look at the camera, tell him what you did, tell him what you did. And I just remember being like, yes, sis, like, that's what you do. Like put these motherfuckers out there because they get to move around and they get to do this and they get to, be your mama boyfriend and and then marry your mama or do whatever be the coach or do whatever and keep doing it because we don't say nothing and i'm part of the i guess issue with people not saying anything but i definitely give a standing ovation to those that do shout out to you too though because i mean (laughs) for you to be you know strong enough to say you forgive because i tell motherfuckers all the time god forgives i don't 
<laughs> yeah, and for me, it was a long time where I didn't, but I just was real nasty and real bitter about it. And it became a thing where I just was always mad with everybody. And so when people be like, life don't owe you, I didn't understand what people meant when they said that because I felt like life did owe me. Like I was owed something because these are the situations that I was put in growing up and I don't understand why it was me, you know? But I wasn't I wasn't gaining nothing being that way. And I, I mean, I feel better about it. Not to say that sometimes when I don't like if I see a picture of them or or something like my heart don't get the race and I don't quickly like start feeling away, maybe because I still do. I'm human. And then that's when I know, like, OK, it's time for me to go forgive them again, because I, I have to forgive them a lot of time. I ain't just forgave them once. I forgive these motherfuckers plenty of times because some days I wake up and I'm just like, you know what? Why? And when I start wanting to know why or feeling like I just I want an apology, mm-hmm. I have to go back and forgive them because uh, the odds of any of them ever apologizing to me is probably slim to none. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I don't know that I could face any of them and get the apology without going batshit crazy on their ass. So <laughs> um, I'm I'm cool. I just have to check myself and keep it moving. Yeah. Well, uh, wow. Didn't know that. I know this got this kind of got real deep for a second, deep, right? I don't even. <laughs> ain't nothing to laugh about about none of that shit I, but, but and then that's a that was another one of my things too i just kind of always found a way to laugh you know through it like um uh, i don't know it's it's just been how i coped it's just been what i did and um I was talking to my dad the other day and i was telling him like what i'm doing and my dad is like one of my mm-hmm. best friends um, I tell him we we talk about a lot of stuff. Just be on Facetime, and it's so weird sometimes. Like I'd be like, "Damn, I'm really your kid." Like not only do I look just like him, but we don't always talk about like different points that we are at in our life. But then when we do, we just be like, "We doing the same thing," or like we on the same shit. And I was telling him like, you know, I got the podcast, and I'm starting a blog, and you know, I just want to let you know because in telling my truth and being as transparent as I am it's going to look away for certain people in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like if you really know me and so you know these people or you may or may not know my family or whatever, it's going to look a certain way to to people like, well, damn, like I know her such and such. And I was telling him that and I was just like, so you know, I just want you to be aware and, you know, know that I say what I want to say about my family, but I ain't going to attest to too many motherfuckers talking out the side of their neck about my family because that's yeah. still my family. Um, so I am protective in that right but you know there's going to be shit that's going to be said and people going to feel like they got a right to judge you and I want you to know I'm saying it because it's my truth and that's just where I am in life but also I'm still going to protect you and he was just kind of like baby I don't need no protection like whatever you do I want you to do it I want you to tell your truth and I want you to tell exactly how you feel and don't worry about me I'm grown and I'm well aware of you know what I did and what I didn't do and you know, you just got to tell your story. And I was so appreciative of him for that because um, you never know what we might start talking about when I got to be like, well, my dad wasn't there for a while. or You know, mm-hmm. this X, Y, Z happened. Um, but on the flip side, I know like dealing with like my grandma, my great grandma, like some of them, they won't understand it. Cause it's about like, that's family business. You know, what happened in your family, stay in your family. Like you keep that to yourself. Like why you got to go out and say that, you know, that's the mm-hmm. old school mentality and they, they not going to get it. But the only thing I can do is, you know, protect them if anybody get out of pocket, but my truth is my truth. Yeah. That's, you know, 
it is what it is. I laugh about it and I just keep it 100. And yeah, that's how I am too. I say whatever. And but you can't say whatever about me and my people. <laughs> right, right. You can't like at all, at no point in time. And that was one thing whenever um, I started dating uh, Brittany, I was just like, okay, so. You're going to hear some stories about me when we're talking and you're getting to know me or you're going to see the way how, you know, my mom may act sometime or, you know, my family just ain't the the average family and shit run differently. And sometimes it ain't, you know, as it should. It ain't intact. But the most important thing for me is going to be that um, even if I don't, even if I'm screaming the fuck off at my mom, like you just still be respectful or remove yourself. Because my mom and my ex-wife, there was nothing there. And I hated being in the middle of that. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? And the under there was no understanding of like, yeah, you're my wife, but this is my mom. And regardless of how she is, she's gonna be my mom. So if you love me, you won't fall out with her. You won't try to fight her on Thanksgiving. You gonna let me handle it. You know what I'm saying? Like just just don't because now it looked like I took her side, but then I got to check you too, because that's still my mama, you know, yeah. like just don't put me in that space. Don't ever put me in that space. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Now I'm going to switch gears again. Uh, yeah, I think we should. <laughs> um, before we go, you know what I'm saying? It's black history month or whatever. Not all. Out to the people. Hold up. Oh, shit. All right. Mm-hmm. You got a little alarm going um, off, a little timer. Nah, that was my phone ringing. That's my ring. Brandon, that's uh, ugly. Nah, cause I'm tired of the regular um iPhone ring. Ah, <sighs> we'll work on that. We'll work on that. But that's my ring, cause it's different. You know what I'm saying? When the iPhone rings someplace, everybody phone. I'm looking. I'm looking. Everybody looking at the phone. So I had to make my difference. I guess cause that's yeah. my alarm. I, that's why I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> Anyway, that's your alarm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my alarm is different. Totally different. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Well, it's Black History Month, and uh, this story came out uh, about John Jay College of Criminal Justice, mm-hmm. and uh, and they uh, got thirty five thousand records and put them in a publicly searchable database um, to deepen understanding of slavery in New York. Um, and it's an index of slaves and their owners in New York City. Well, in New York, not not just New York City. Um, says the launch of this index marks a significant contribution to understanding and remembering the country's history of slavery and advances the college's mission of educating for justice. Um, says the index, which includes records that end around the Civil War, was developed and administered by John J. Professors Ned Benton and Judy Lynn Peters, with a team of graduate students in the Master of Public and with the in the Master of Public Administration program, um, the index includes census records, slave trade transactions, cemetery records, birth certificates, newspaper accounts, and other records. Um, so yeah, it's a uh, they made a free website open to the public um, with all of the slave owners in the records. So you know what I'm saying? It can help people. Um, help people uh trace back i guess their roots and shit i think that's good i know i know a couple people that graduated from there i think that's i think that's good um beneficial if people want to uh trace back and do that um 
I have to think about it a little bit more to see why I feel like I have a little bit of hesitancy because I, I don't really know. But um, what you mean? Hesitancy. Like, uh, like when I said that's that's good. You know, I was like I'm shaking my head. I'm thinking about it, and for whatever reason, I think it's good. But then I hesitated a little bit. I, I got to uh, get my thoughts together about why I feel like I may or may not have. But um, I mean. Mm-hmm. What do you, like? What do you think? Like, do you think that's? I, I mean, I think it's good. I mean, like, like I know some people like want to. Uh, this was years ago when I was younger. Though, but it was like a white family, or whatever. And the daddy, he was like, they were gonna go to like Scotland or Ireland or whatever, because that's where their family was from and all kind of shit like that. And even back then, I was like eleven to twelve. I was like, I don't know where my people from like that. You know what I'm saying? So right. I th- I think for that reason, I uh, would definitely want to explore. Um, but then, I mean, even I guess even if I explored and it became like this emotional journey on the other side of it, I would be thankful. But, you know, sometimes you just kind of tend to think sometimes like, should I embark upon this or am I ready for what could possibly come out of finding out, you know, just different, yeah. different emotions or whatever. I've had enough emotional roller coaster rides in my life. I have to be, I have to pick diligently about whether I'm going to pick another one, but I don't think it's a good thing. It's a yeah, good thing. And this is just for um, people in New York state. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? But this is New York state. And it's Do you think a lot of people are going to use it? Do you think people will use it? I feel um, like if it was, it, I feel like it would be, and maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like it would be used more if it was in the South, like states that were extremely affected by slavery yeah. um, versus New York. Because, you know, people used to leave the South and go to New York to have, you know, to 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 flee all of that, to get rid of all of that, you know what I'm saying, and have a life. So, yeah, I mean, that's probably what made it easier, though, because it was in New York, you know what I'm saying, like. And because I don't know if they were as bad in New York as it was in the South, how they did slaves or whatever. But I mean, dating back to fifteen twenty five, that's what it says. Um, I don't know. I, I guess it's good, and I don't know. Well, I mean, I guess people would use it just to. I don't know. I would use it to try to see who owns, so I could try to get some bread up out of them. Like, oh, you own. Uh, say like it go back in the owners of Coca Cola or some shit was your slave owners or something. Right, right. Um, I gotta get some of that. <laughs> okay, you gotta get some of that. <laughs> like, uh, I think like last year, a couple years ago, like Georgetown University, they found out that the slave owners, like like slave money, basically helped start their university. So they were starting some kind of program to where people that were descendants of slaves or whatever. Oh yes, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. I remember that because then I remember later on where um, certain people that were um, were going back and taking classes and graduating and stuff like that. Yes, I remember that. So mm-hmm. if it can get if it could get some stuff out of it like that, then that would be great. You know what I'm saying? That would be that would that would that would be a win. That would be a win. So uh, shout out to them uh, for that. I, I would pull up my air horn, but. Let me find my air horn real quick. So <laughs> I was like, when you said but, I was going, I was sitting here like, but you're not going to do it. And then you said, let me find my air yeah. horn. Like, yeah. damn. <laughs> so shout out to New York for getting that slave index going. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so you make me sick. Super Bowl weekend. You got to work tomorrow? 
I am working seven to three tomorrow, but you know, my black ass is way too black for football. I have been boycotting all season. Oh, you been boycotting? Yes. I see on social media, mm-hmm. I'm boycotting. Mm-hmm. But in real mm-hmm. life, every game, every Steelers game magically was coming on TV around here and it I had to watch every Steelers game. I'm sorry, y'all. I, oh, so you know, um, I'm already done with the new draft for the new blog I'm posting and I'm probably going to post it before I go to work. Mm-hmm. And just to give a little sneak peek, because maybe by the time you post this, it'll already be up. Mm-hmm. Uh, the name of this blog is Motherfuckers I Ain't Arguing With. You might want to check that out, because I think you 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 up in there. You, want, <laughs> you, you on the list of motherfuckers that I ain't arguing with. <laughs> I'll just say, man, I wanted to, but hey, it's a, I know mm-hmm. some players. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you finna give me them same excuses that I put in there about why I ain't arguing with you. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Just make sure you check that one out. Hey, I boycotted Walmart by myself for three years. So, um, first of all, you not 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 really by yourself because that's one place that I do not shop. Oh. Um, but you ain't knew me then, so you know. Anyway, whatever. But you yeah, know, you ain't boycott this, but that's all right. You gonna read that post, and I'm sure your ass gonna laugh to death. But yeah, I, I ain't arguing with you, Brandon. Nah, I ain't really had no reason why I didn't. I, I, start, I ain't gonna lie, I started too. I was like, man, I ain't watching football or whatever. And then, you know, the TV just happened to be on that channel and I was at somebody else's house and I was like, man, we looking good this year. And I just had to watch. I'm sorry. Yeah, anyway. So I can't lie and say that we didn't go out to eat on some days and it wasn't on, but I didn't pay attention to it. And, um, and, <laughs> I, I really didn't. For one, I'm going to just say I'm more of a basketball fan than football ever. Uh, but I would watch it uh, like before all of this took place. Yeah. Brittany and I used to watch the game together. And if we were apart, because for a while we didn't live um, in the same place, yeah. uh, we would still watch it, quote unquote, together and keep each other up to date with the scores, back and forth, the plays, whatever. And it was cool. But then when it, this started happening, I was just kind of like, nah. And uh, as she called it, she inherits because she's my girlfriend so she didn't but she would pay more attention to it if we were in a public place and they were playing it than i would and i wasn't mad at her for that like these ain't our tvs we in a, a public place an establishment like yeah, yeah. what do we expect yeah. right um team. who me yeah. um in football see so i like the falcons oh, okay and you know that's just um yeah i like the falcons oh. That's that's my team. So you, that is so my you team. don't care what go on tomorrow with the Super Bowl? I don't give a fuck what go on tomorrow. I didn't give a fuck what went on all season. Uh, unless you was talking about supporting Kaepernick, which you should have been done, I ain't gave two fucks about it. <laughs> <laughs> and even when you commented on a few of the posts when I went on my rant that one Sunday when everybody decided to kneel, and I and and maybe I'm just being a brat, but even that wasn't good enough because they wasn't supporting Cap. They was. They was kneeling because of what Donald Trump yeah. said. I was, I just have not been satisfied. And and then yo yo, isn't it your beloved team with a little fine coach? And they just stood their ass up in the locker room looking fucking stupid. Nope. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was. That was that, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He out there let his silence give consent to some bullshit. Yeah, was, nope. I think I made. And, I think I said something. I was like, I think I, I can't remember what I said, but it was. You did comment on it. I just saw it on Instagram the other day. Someone double tapped it, and I'm like, "From that long ago, you, know, you double tapped Somebody creeping on the page. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's public. You don't no, gotta I'm creep. Saying, when you get that low down from from, this is true. Yeah, this is true. Yeah. 
Because that was like, like damn, what did I even post? In football season. <laughs> it was. It was. But, um, yeah, you did comment on I can't remember what it you said. It was so profound, but, I know. It was profound, yeah, I, know. I know. Oh, okay then. <laughs> yeah, it was very profound. But, Thought-provoking. But do you have, um, do you, who you going for tomorrow? Who you want to win? I don't want the Patriots to win just because I don't want Tom Brady to get six. First of all, let me just say, I shared on my Insta story, I think it might have been last week. Or, I don't know. We was, I think we was at Red Robin. And they had on TV about if Tom Brady gets his six or number six, the, does he officially surpass Michael Jordan as being the GOAT? And I was just flabbergasted. Like... Uh, you th- what? What is your take on that? You finna say yeah? Yeah. Oh, okay. Show over, everybody. Have a nice night. No, he don't. He will, cause I. Mm-mm. Football. Football is a sport where you don't have the longevity like that. Basketball. You can you can play a little longer in basketball, and in in football, it takes like the whole team to come together in order for you to get, you know what I'm saying, to play on that level. That's why, like, if you notice, like, the teams they've been, they've been playing, they've been playing, like, different teams every year, basically. You know what I'm saying? It takes a long time for them teams to get there. And basketball, like, if you look at the NBA now, it's probably, like, six or seven teams that are, like, on one tier. Then it, then it's a big drop-off with the talent level on another tier. Football ain't like that. Like, every year in football is – it could, it's a, it's a toss-up, you know what I'm saying, like, in – like this year, Jacksonville almost made it to the Super Bowl. Um, next year, Jacksonville might not even make it to the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So next year, the Eagles might not even make it to the playoffs. I like, get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. But why does it have to be he surpasses Michael? Why can't it just Michael still be the GOAT for what he's the GOAT for and then Tom Brady just be the GOAT for football? No, I mean, they're just talking about – I mean, I get what they – to me, I feel like they're just saying like the the level of – dedication and all of that kind of shit what Michael Jordan had like he the, people feel like Jordan is like uh competitive to a fault to where it ruined relationships and all of that kind of shit like that like that's how competitive he was like he, he was he definitely was you know what I'm saying they feel I, I I can see I I mean to me if he gets six like as a person that played on teams that like won championships like two years in a row the third year like you don't have that drive no more because you done did it twice you know what I'm saying like, right it's, feel like it's nothing to prove and you don't have that fire so the for him to play that long to have that fire to not have superstars on his team and sh- as a quarterback like yeah I, I i'll almost agree with it you know what i'm saying maybe i'm just acting that way because he caucasian i don't know y'all know how i am sometimes shout i just be <laughs> yeah a lot of, like, i was in a um in a uh, not an argument but like in a little thread and was talking about it or whatever like i just like Jordan, my dude. Like I like Jordan. A lot of people hate Jordan, but I yeah. like you know what I'm saying Jordan, my dude. But if he do that, man, even it's I like Jordan as the player, but I don't care for Jordan as the person. But I get what you're saying. I I mean, I guess having open dialogue about it now, I get what you're saying. Just my initial my initial response was uh hell no, and then after I thought about it a little bit more, I was just like, why does it even have to compare? Like this is basketball and football. This is apples to oranges. Why can't each have their own goat separately? Like why it has to be like a replacement type of thing? And I mean, I guess you shed a little bit more light to it. Um, yeah. But um, I think if if I if I was interested in football, I would be um going for the Eagles. At, in, with these two people being in the championship, I would be going for the Eagles. Yeah, that's what I'm. Yeah, just cause Meek Mill from there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, you know, I only for real like I, well, I don't want to say only like one meat meal song, but it is one meat meal song I play every day going to work. And uh, what song? I'm finna, I'm finna, I, you say the intro. That's the name. Of, ain't that the name of the song? Hold on, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah, and I rap that shit harder than all the niggas, and then I have to follow that up with fuck them other niggas because I'm down for my niggas, and then I go to work and I'm just good. I'm, I go in there and I'm real good. Jesus. <laughs> wow. Everybody got they everybody got their vice what they got to listen to when they getting ready to go to work, and them two are mine. So you talked about your blog. Shout out your blog before we get out of here. Oh yes, multidimensionalsoul.com is the blog. Go check it out. Yeah. Yeah, check full moon and chill is my most recent post. If you don't know what full moon and chill is, then you need to go read the blog. Yeah, I, I, I was reading that. I got a warm feeling, y'all. <laughs> Do not listen to Brandon. He's yeah, so out of control. The end of it. Ooh. That's how it is. Bro, I'm done. We we done with this episode for today. <laughs> all your social media shit. Uh, follow me on Instagram at lovecurls underscore. You can follow me on Twitter at lovecurls3 underscores. And you can follow me on Snapchat at lovecurls13. Yeah, follow me on Instagram. Uh, BP McCoop. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and that's it for this week, man. We'll be back. We might do something early in the, in the middle of the week or whatever. But uh, thank y'all for yep. listening. Oh, yeah. Oh, next week is uh, Francis Mary Homecoming. So I might have some uh, special guests in here this, next week. You know what I'm saying? Sound like ratchetry to me. I'm down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I'll take it easy. And, uh, and we out. Peace.